What's up, everybody? This is day one, dollar zero, episode one. That intro is cool. I like it. And that's good. you like that. That's shit. part of what we're figuring out. The intro and and what we're gonna say. Right? Mm-hmm. Are we the motherfucking CEO? No. Or or are we just us? And it's hey, yep. Day one dollar zero, episode one, episode two. But uh biggest thing I think that we should say from the get go for anybody that's uh that's listening, uh visual, live streaming and visual will be up uh probably next week. But we wanna get some things out and do some audio and have some fun with it and and market what we're doing so it's uh it's yours truly will grimes you guys have heard my loud mouth for a long time and and he's he's not gonna say it but it's eli, eli schmidt, schmidt here. here you gotta do it man eli been, schmidt here fat he's been eli schmidt here for a long time that's right thinking about actually changing my last name to schmidt here i like it Dude. and I, what i don't like is prior to, to our us being recording you were like no like you weren't gonna do it that's I couldn't bullshit it. i couldn't help it so eli <clears throat> day one dollar zero man um People have heard my, you know, my shit for a little while and, and um, coming from like my background and whatnot. But let's start with you for a change, man, as far as, you know, first and foremost, like why we're doing this, mm-hmm. what we already have established mm-hmm. as far as what we do in real estate and all that cool bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but why we chose to do a podcast, what we're expecting to get from it and, and why we're calling it day one dollar zero. I'll take the credit for the name. Oh, before, hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. Before, but um, I think we both have an interesting twist on it. Um, That's what I like about it most, dude, is like with that name, everyone that I've talked to, they kind of give you their interpretation of it. And you can tell that it hits people at a certain level, uh, but everyone kind of interprets it in their own way. For me, it's like uh, it's a mentality that you should maintain every day, regardless of where you're at in your career, where you treat every day like it's your day one, dollar zero, A, staying humble, but then B, making sure that you maintain that level of of just drive and that excitement day to day that you have on day one dollar zero humble is such a good word man and i think it's i think it's misconstrued right because so for a lot of stuff that we did in the, in the in the military in the marine corps um and just things that we did as police officers man and having a certain level of co- you know competence confidence mm-hmm. and slight chip on your shoulder that you can get the job done under stressful situations some people take that out of context and mm-hmm. that's like oh that's cocky and I don't think it is, man. So I, I do like the word humble. Um, you know, like when I first got into the real estate game, I shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. Um, not that this that this is, you know, this is a real estate podcast. It's definitely not, right? But, um, you know, we'll probably talk about it in comparison mm-hmm. things to it. But when I first started that game, man, I shut up. And I felt like that was my, that was my humble start per se. Or, mm-hmm. you know, being a uh, new sergeant or, you know, new to, to special operations commander, new to wherever I was at. The one benefits the Marine Corps is, Dude, you were always new at something as you promoted. You you kind of had to start over, going to squad leaders course and, and different things, and, and I think you learned that. But I think people take that way too far. Mm-hmm. And when you've got guys that are confident, right, like, oh, well, hey, man, be be humble. They're like, no, nah, dude. Think about it like that in sports too, man, like when guys want the ball at the end of the game. Dude, that aggression wins, man. A little bit. Yeah. And you got to shoulder the loss. We've yeah. talked about that before uh-huh. about, hey, if you're taking that, that shot at the, at the end of the game – you got to shoulder that loss. Right. It's not just about like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm confident and I, I can, I can take that pressure and like, hey, cool man. But if you miss, can you shoulder that for the team and for yeah. yourself? And yeah. like a Peyton Manning throwing four interceptions as a Bronco, definitely not who he was with the Colts when he first started. So I like your twist on this man because it's like, hey, every day I'm living like it's my day one. Mm-hmm. It's my dollar well, zero. And what I like too is that uh, you know, when it comes to like learning, like when you're brand new at a job day one. You listen to everybody about everything that they have to say. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too, that I think is important is like, Sorry, even if you said again, I wasn't, I wasn't listening. <laughs> even if you, so prime example, like 
let's say in you for me says poor when you're at the gym lifting and some fucking dude is telling you about some new technique that he learned or some new diet thing or some new supplement regardless of how he actually looks i'm still gonna listen to him if i know it's bullshit everything is bullshit i'm not gonna do anything you know i'll, I'll listen to him cool that's bullshit mm-hmm. go on about my day but he may fucking have read something that i haven't read or watched something i haven't watched and if i'm too cocky to listen to him I'm not going to get that little piece of information. It's, dude, it's so funny that you picked that that analogy because you have a way better one. <laughs> what? What? Me, motherfucker. About what? Hey, this guy hits me up, right? Oh, yeah, that's Fat, true. Fat yeah. knows me from fitness and from Pyre. Mm-hmm. And, hey, listen, Fat, say what's up. What's up, y'all? Fat, you know I'm the motherfucker. <laughs> that's cool, right? Eli didn't, so I hit Eli up prior to even being licensed. Wait, are the motherfucker or a motherfucker? I'm a bad motherfucker. So the motherfucker. Not the, man. There's a lot of these. Because a dude. motherfucker is different than the motherfucker. Oh, I'm a No, it's not that. But I'm also not the. I'm just a bad motherfucker in my there eyes. There we go. We'll roll with that. I'll take that. Bad, but I'm not bad the. motherfucker somewhere in the middle. There's a lot of bad dudes I've been yeah. around, man. I'm, yeah. not, I'm definitely not the. Um, but how you and I met, I wasn't even licensed in real estate. Mm-hmm. No, man. I hit you up. <laughs> It's like, hey, man, I'm thinking about this, you know, and I've got a couple of questions and would love to just run some things by you and kind of get mm-hmm. your perspective on stuff. And now that I've been in, dude, I hear that a lot from people. Yeah. So I'm sure that you heard a lot. And, dude, what made me any different than any other fuckhead, right? For, well, for lack of a better term, but you gave I'll, me your time. I'll tell you what, though, because we had been friends on Facebook for a while and yeah. I've seen your fucking videos. I've seen your content. Oh. I knew what you did with the supplement store. I He's knew. a fucking sleeper fat. Yeah, dude, I knew all that shit. Oh, shit. Like, not that I wouldn't have met up with you well, anyway. Well, now it changes my whole relationship Not, not that I wouldn't have met up with you anyway, but... I thought you were a good dude meeting me. Yeah. Fuck, nah, <laughs> well, you had a motive. Just being honest, yeah. No, I like it, man. Um, But at the same time, just, you know, like, for example, you brought up a great comparison when you're like, hey, man, alpha males don't necessarily do great in real estate because they've been great at everything that they've ever done. Mm-hmm. And the second they get to real estate and they don't do a deal for three or four or five or six months, even though that that's normal sometimes, mm-hmm. if, if they don't know how to adjust and take that failure... They run, right? So for yeah. me, like, yeah, maybe I was successful in, in law enforcement or military or health and fitness. A lot of that kind of coincides together. And I didn't really mm-hmm. figure out how much real estate picks up into priors for me, prior careers for me until I dove into it. But, you know, I might have flopped. Well, here's the difference with you, too. Um, like, you had been bad at some things yeah. and learned how to get good. Like, I think a lot of your typical alpha bro type of males who aren't actually alpha at all, but we'll call them alpha in the mm-hmm. situation. A lot of your normal alpha males have only actually done and stuck with things that they were already good at. True. You know what I mean? Good point. Um, but I do. So, so getting back to the point though, right? Like you still gave me your time, mm-hmm. um, even though I hadn't done anything. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I got my license and, and ventured out and did a couple of things. That before, itself you know? was fucking shocking. Not cause it's you, but <laughs> like so many people talk to you, Oh, I want to get licensed. I want to get licensed. And then no. three months later, we have a couple of friends like that. Don't You're we? at closings. Yeah, we do. Right. We have a couple of friends like that fat. Hey man, got a great idea. Think we should partner up. Hey bro, God get damn. a fucking license. Um, but saying, so saying back to the point and, and kind of giving the introduction to this, to this podcast and why we're doing it all. Cause I know mm-hmm. we're, we're very real estate heavy right now while we're talking. That's mm-hmm. not going to be the course of this entire podcast. Um, you know, moving forward through the different episodes, but it's important. So yeah. for you, it's, you know, Living every day like it's day one is dollar zero and, and being humble, but going after it. and, and Fucking driving it. every day, always reinventing. What are we doing now? Could it be better? Can we improve on this? Just, I I always like changing, man. As soon yeah. as I feel like things are stagnant or like, okay, we're good here. I, I start freaking out. Here, so here's why I like that. Cause it's like a continuation of my thoughts. So mine was, 
and we make Marine Corps jokes all the time, right? We eat crayons and we're dummies and shit, right? Mine, so yours is very like thought out. Not necessarily like super deep, but like, hey man, it's safe. Yeah. It's it's, it's uh, ideological. Mm-hmm. Mine was literal. Mm-hmm. This is day one. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dollar zero, right? Yeah. So when I was leaving the fitness world, man, and um, you know, I was starting over, I wanted to show people like, hey, you know, like I've been successful at this, mm-hmm. you know, within the Marine Corps and, and I've been successful in law enforcement and some other, you know, endeavors I did after that and you know, I've been successful with health and fitness mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave where I'm at, you know, and uh, on good terms, but I feel like it's time to, to grow my own thing and attack it, but I'm starting very, 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 mm-hmm. very, very bottom. So it was literal. I did not have my own Instagram, mm-hmm. had a Facebook, mm-hmm. did not have my own Instagram. I was actually helping out with the company, the fitness company's Instagram where I was at. And so when I decided to leave, I'm like, I want to keep myself accountable. I want to make sure that I stay on track and I don't succumb to certain things. And so for me, I made this, you know, my Instagram and, you know, my first or second video in, it was like, hey, guys, so this is my day one dollar fucking zero mm-hmm. of my new endeavor. <laughs> Very literal. So it was literally my day one. of I just left this company. I've never had my own Instagram. What better way to start an Instagram than to just start documenting and, and showing people how it works, right? So, you know, and ironically, hashtag day one dollar zero had not been used. So I mm-hmm. thought that was cool, right? Mm-hmm. So do your ideological marijuana thinking shit. We'll get into Probably. that later on. I was Probably. like, hey, it's kind of a sign, <laughs> you know? So, um. So I like that. Um, and then, you know, ever since then, I've been documenting what I'm doing, not trying to be right. fancy, not trying to tell people that I, that I know it all. I know, I know what I know. But speaking I, on what you do know, that's it, man. I don't know yeah. what I don't know, but I yeah. know it works for me, you know, and I, and I want to document that cause I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to come off like, Hey, my way, my way is the way I think it's a way. Um, and I think if you're similar to us, um, you know, I think it works. So when we mended that, I think it was great because it's like, mm-hmm. Hey, mine was literal, but then, you know, yours is more of like the continuation of like, Hey, cool. Literal day one dollar zero and how it's done. And then yours is literal as an all right, cool, Will. So as you venture past your your literal day one dollar zero and you're mm-hmm. you're becoming like a big timer in your own fucking brain, right? Like what's keeping you grounded? What's right. keeping you humble? So it's just a good Should contrast. Evolve. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's a great contrast on on the two two perspectives. So for me, you know, I don't think I'm fancy. I don't think that I that I do anything in particularly special except for like coming from the Marine Corps background, especially an infantry background. Mm-hmm. That's the backbone of the Marine Corps, man. It doesn't matter. Like when I was attached to special operations command and other bullshit, mm-hmm. man, like you're in support of the main effort. Right. And what you learn in the infantry is how to fucking work super hard. Mm. You sleep very little. You work hard. It's, it's not, um, it's like a, what's that Disney movie, man? When you're like a pirate's life for me, kind of yeah. like there's yeah. pride in the suck. Mm-hmm. of being an infantryman and digging fucking holes and mm-hmm. training and, you know, guys, the camaraderie and the and the support for one another and just that grit, man. Dude, that's entrepreneurship at its finest, man. Listen, man, that's my other point I want to yeah. get. So I'm glad you said that, right? Because I was talking to some some Marine friends and I'm like, and they're they're entrepreneurs. They own yeah. they own uh, Bastards Canteen out in, in California. They're kicking ass, man, throwing great events for Marines and veterans overall. And, and we were talking one day on the phone, just cussing, dude, and laughing our asses off. Because I'm like, hey, bro, Fucking Marines, like, we're entrepreneurs from the bone, okay? Like, not only are we fucking undermanned and undersupported with equipment that we get, right? Also underpaid, I guess you could say, in some right. perspectives, but we don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. We get to train to, you know, to operate and be, be operator as fuck. That's a term that we have. Be fucking cowboys and go out and do your work, but we're definitely undermanned. We always have the oldest weapons, dude. You never have all the fancy shit, but their expectations mm. are always super high, right? And then... Back in 1775, okay, like, guys who didn't like how the, the military was going, they met in a fucking bar, 
Okay, like that's how the Marine Corps was started. I don't know if you know that or not. No. Yeah, man, Tun Tavern. Okay, so Cliff Notes, Fat. I don't know if you know this. What or not, tavern? Man. Say that again. Tun Tavern, man. Tun? So, yeah, back 1775, okay. my Marine Corps came alive, man. Right, Marine Corps him. So, listen, dude, Tun Tavern, right? Cliff Notes, bunch of badass dudes, okay, that don't like how the military is going, think they can do it better, right. create their own shit. They met in a bar yep. and decided to create what's now called the Marine Corps. Mm. <laughs> so kind Crazy. of like yeah kind of very entrepreneurial like they just didn't like how things were going yeah. and they felt they could do it better so they did it better um and we've, we've done better with excuse my my chair scooting on you bro. <laughs> we're still getting used to this setup but they've done better man um you know obviously i'm partial to that but you know there's some entrepreneurial things for me but for me biggest thing man is you know i know we're local in denver and this goes beyond denver there's a great growing market here with tech you know marijuana real estate there's a ton of cool shit that's going mm-hmm. on here but my biggest thing was like look man I was a terrible swimmer prior to boot camp, right? Super scared of the water, almost drowned twice. Um, I had never shot a rifle till boot mm-hmm. camp, dude. My mom was super hippie. Okay, mm-hmm. my mom didn't let me play with squirt guns. Fat, don't laugh. My fucking mom got mad at the teacher in fifth grade when we had indoor recess and they played Lion King. Dude, our moms are a lot more similar than you may know. <laughs> dude, she said it was, hey, that's premeditated murder. Why yep. are you showing my kid that? And she was right, but goddamn, right? Like, yep. that's super embarrassing. Dude, I couldn't watch Casper the Friendly Ghost. Dude. I got called Devin Sala. I had the fucking hair part. Dev, in the dude, who the fuck is that? He's the I know kid that from, from Casper. He's the ghost. Oh, that. <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, he's in the fucking pirate oh suit. And, like God. he comes floating down and kisses yeah. the chick. I got called that kid because yeah, I was white with a big I nose. I couldn't watch that. It got me some kisses in fifth grade, but I had the part down the middle. Could you imagine? Fat, you got to pull up Devin Sawa. Yeah, dude. Look him Shout up. It's hilarious. I'll show, you my, I'll show you my fifth grade picture. I had the blonde hair. And I had the part in the middle of my head. If you're, if you could watch right now, I'm parting Dude. the Red Sea. I'm parting the blonde sea <laughs> of oh, my fucking terrible. head. So imagine like I'm. This is like when you're figuring out girls, okay? And they're kind of interesting, and they're kind of liking you. They, they watch you play basketball, and you're playing tag and shit, right? And then my mom is coming in, telling the teacher, that, "Yeah, bro, yeah, that was me. And that was me in fifth grade." Um, so a little embarrassing. But here's my deal. Getting back to that yeah. point, right? Of you know <laughs> shut the fuck up fat i like how he's in the background yeah. just laughing at us so just you know I, I had to overcome some stuff man being a bad swimmer mm-hmm. never you know shooting a rifle till boot camp and some things like that so what i learned was you know how to conquer some fear at a basic level like this right. is prior to being attached to socom this is prior to to things like that man this is basic shit of just getting comfortable in the water and and you know and then secondly man you know it also taught me on how hard you can work at something before you give up. Dude, and doing the best right? you can with what you've got. Well, doing the best you can with what you got, but like before you say this is the best I am or this is the best I got, how hard right. have you fucking tried? Right, right, right. right? But, so the but in the moment, like with everything that I have now, yeah. are we doing everything that we can? And Well, that's what I'm getting at. Right. And, and then how long are you trying before you give up or mm-hmm. say, oh, this is me, I'm just not a mm-hmm. swimmer? Or like when people, dude, in fitness, ah, oh, dude, I'm just big boned, I'm Samoan. Right. Like, All right, maybe. Simone's a hard one, right? No shit. Some strong motherfuckers. Yeah. They're not necessarily ab per ab dominant. Right. Like like they're even the rock, man, he's yeah. shredded. He's not yeah, yeah. ab dominant, yeah. right? And he's one of the leaner ones. Um, but you know, for lack of a better comparison there, how hard are you trying, mm-hmm. you know, before you give up or before you put yourself into this box? So just coming from some grit, man, and walking amongst some badass yeah. fucking operators, man, and working hard, I learned you know, one, how to conquer fear and how to just over it. Like, oh, dude, I'm terrified of heights. Mm-hmm. But jumping out of planes or jumping out of helicopters or rappelling, man, like, you got to have to. Fuck. But you're, it's liberating. Like, the first mm-hmm. time I'm rappelling, I mm-hmm. remember that shit, man. And 
and it's liberating. You're like, oh, I can do this. And you realize, hey, you know what, man? A healthy dose of fear actually keeps you safe. Dude, yeah. Because you're not up in that helicopter fucking around. Right. Missing one of your knots, doing it backwards, and you kill yourself because you're almost too mm-hmm. complacent because mm-hmm. you're not afraid. So mm-hmm. some of that fear was healthy for me. Kept me on point. And it also let me knew, like, how to control my emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what am I allowing to consume yep. me or yep. overcome me to yep. block my future? So, like, is this my box? Is this just what I am? Or, oh, I'm trying as hard as I can. Or am I allowing well, something to, to maybe, like, consume me and not push forward? So, coming I, from... I think, like, you you were feeling the emotion, but didn't let it determine your actions. And I didn't have a choice, bro. Yeah, it's called right, goddamn, right. It's yeah, called goddamn wrinkle. Right, yeah. Like, you can get your monkey ass yeah. in that butt, right? Like, right. um... You know, so, but it did, man. So just that infantry background and then, you know, the, the, the other special cool shit came on later on and being an instructor, man, mm-hmm. and, and having the pleasure to work around some amazing guys. Right. That all came after yeah. conquering some, some basic things for myself, but I've bled that into my Marine Corps career. I bled that into some, you know, some, some government stuff that I did after that. I, I blended that into police work mm-hmm. and coming back to Aurora and, and giving back to my community, man. There's a lot of, you know, like when I was a police officer, man, this is recent, mm-hmm. you know, I think I was a police officer three, four years ago. Um, and I was, I was there for five years and coming back to my, my hometown, there's a lot of, you know, just controversial shit. Obviously Aurora didn't have as many problems as St. Louis and some other places, but a lot of stuff. So you had to day in and day out, convince people on an individual level. You couldn't really scale well, your even Aurora. People see some shit on CNN yeah. from Philadelphia, yeah. and that's coming back to you when you're knocking on their door. But you have to go in day day in and day out and just try to do your, the right. best that you can, man. And don't get walked on. Yeah. But if you can be good to society and, and to the community, give back and, and just change minds. And so, long story short, long story long for me with all of this stuff, man. Leaving that fitness company now, we you know you and I branch into a real estate endeavor, and we dude, it was a day one dollar zero, right? Like, but we've hit you know. Number one in Colorado for most units sold uh, fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, top 1% of production um, for nationwide or worldwide for Berkshire Hathaway. We're conquering some cool shit. And, and it's constantly adding more. Yeah. So we've, we've already climbed, uh, you know, the stat board right. since then. We've doubled, uh, we've doubled the size of our yeah. team. and But we're giving back. We're super involved in everything that we're doing. And and we're doing it our way that, yeah. you know, that we know that works. And, and it's catching on, man. And we're dedicated. We actually go out with our team and support them. Just like yep. leaders do in the Marine Corps. Yep. Leaders in the Marine Corps, man, they lead from the front. Your squad leaders are not back on some hill on fucking horseback. You smoking weed over there, fat? Yeah, shut the hell up, fat. Maybe. Yeah, he is. Well, we pay this guy. Um, <laughs> Eli, he's fucking smoking too. We got <laughs> we got some shit going. But leaders in the Marine Corps, man, you're not back on some hilltop like colonial days mm-hmm. and watching your army to the death, right? Like you're out in the front, leading from the front, right? And so I think that's something that I, that I carry into this. And I think that just diving into, you know, to the relationships and, understanding what makes people tick mm-hmm. it's making us grow so long story long on this day one dollar short podcast is like hey man I, I don't think i'm special i think that i work super hard i think that i'm confident in myself i think that i've come to a place at 34 where i respect opinions of people that i respect mm-hmm. you know but i definitely know how to like quiet the noise man and right. just stay focused and, and understand my tuition and my gut instincts and and fucking get after it man and, and just for myself right like we did you know, um, zero to 200,000 in one year and, and 28 deals or, you know, whatever it was, man. But what was more important than that was within our first year, we hit a top 1% nationwide production for yeah. a team. So beyond an individual award, it was a team stuff that I like because that's where in my history with Marines, 
you're validated. It's not, it doesn't matter how great of a gunfighter you are. Like, that's cool, man. But if you're pinned down, how well can your squad right. operate? And what people right. start to realize with the infantry is, dude, your high speed is fuck, mm-hmm. right? Like, high speed is being brilliant at the basics, mm-hmm. man. Like, it's super hard under that type of stress for, you know, for Marines that are out there doing it, man, to, to operate cohesively and, and, to, and to win battles. And I take that same work ethic to this. So, you know, again, long story long to this whole podcast fucking thing, right? Mm-hmm. Was, look, man, it's, 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 about our day one dollar zero as in starting point, and it's about how we continue to grind day in and day out, and then just talk about topics, man, of of leadership or just having conversations and, and discussing trials and tribulations on a long platform where we can really explain stuff and dive into it, and then also having guests, right? And, and right. every once in a while we have guests on, it's great context, right? Like, hey, what what was your day one dollar zero, right? Like, for example, right. like uh, whoever, man, Michael Jordan, right? That's a name. Yeah, I got him on on my speed dial. <laughs> Mike, what's up, right? Jumpman, what's up, dude? What was your day $1.00? He's probably going to say something like getting cut from the high school basketball team. Right. Cool, but then he's going to go through that. But through, you know, storytelling his day $1.00 to now, there's going to come up some funny fucking stories. There is. And some really cool shit. And I think that's the meat and potatoes to people. It's not it's not like making your calls and this and that. Like, it is. Don't get me wrong. But dude, it's what the stories really defines, in between, man. Yeah, yeah, what really defines a person and, and what really defines a passion for us to keep doing it, man, and cowboying up every day is... The stories that yeah. we get to hear from people. And I think it's it's fun, you know, again, Denver being local, but, you know, mm-hmm. if this reaches out more national or worldwide or who fucking knows where you little potheads are going to get our... We're going to fuck around and be worldwide because fat and, and you little potheads... I like how fat doesn't even smoke weed, but he always gets, like, he smokes that shit. looped in with the with the stoners. He's over there babes. smoking Adderall on a spoon. Dude. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, it, man, I think, I think it's super intriguing to get to know people better. So I do think... There needs to be some structure of of topic topic right. discussions and how we you know and if people have questions we can answer them as we as we rate as people have questions mm-hmm. we can answer them for them I don't I don't think we're that big of a deal yet but going over what's working and not working for us long mm-hmm. long platform but then also just diving into people in a very personal level and hearing their story but again man within their story like for example I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day and he had Miss Pat on you listen to that one yeah fucking hilarious right so she's yeah, been she's shot amazing. twice from her fucking boyfriend and titty beat. shot head yeah, shot dude all kinds of stuff right. but as she was telling that story from then and now you know like her you know adopting all these kids all these crack oh, baby dude. kids yeah. quoting her right yeah. all these crack baby kids from her crackhead family and and then her own kids mm-hmm. the stories that were blooming from that joe rogan's not always like that right like he's got scientists on and some cool stuff and right. i fucking think his podcast is phenomenal so joe rogan if you're out there this is our podcast one but what's up dude well dude give, and, a, give a brother a holler and, and and that's the shit not to be super fucking cliche but you know when we're 80 years old and we're looking back on our life on our life we're not going to give a shit about top 1%. We're not going to give a shit about most units sold. Yeah. It's going to be the little stories and interactions that we have with our individual agents, with each other, with our families. It's not going to matter what. And I'm sure we'll have some folks on that that go straight topic, subject matter expert on something. And it's oh, interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Right. But I think what's more cool and where we're more guided is is a little bit of a hybrid and, mm-hmm. and wanting to know people's story and, and know deeper. So for those right. of you that are still listening, if we're 30 minutes into this thing already, a, you know, long story long, you know, I, we, we don't think we're special. We don't think that there's anything different. I think our biggest thing is that we want to bring as many people along mm-hmm. with us as possible. So whether that's real estate, you know, multi-level marketing, running a real, you know, <laughs> running a real business, like I say that. No disrespect to multi-levelers, but anybody, man, soccer moms that want to sell baby clothes yeah. out of their house and they make some cool shit, whatever it is, you know, you and I have families and we have risk and we're average dudes, man, that are just trying to get by doing the best that we can, right? Right. You're shredded. I'm trying to get there. You know, like I've done some shit, but had to overcome some fear to get there. Yeah. You were like never super athletic, so always had to work hard at everything you did, yep. which made you better. I think 
a lot of people can relate to us, mm-hmm. man. And I think the word special or guys that are badass, I think maybe we're not, well, though. Dude, here's why this platform, here's why podcasts are taking off the way they're taking off. And here's why I love them. Because, uh, like, the internet has uh, individualized us a lot. Like, it segregated us quite a bit. But yeah. it's also connected everybody. Mm-hmm. So let's say you previously were, like, segregated because you were some nerd and you like some weird fucking video game that no one else in your school liked. Now you can go and connect with millions of other of those so same kids just like you. Wearing, playing video games but, in your fucking sports bra. you can go and connect now with... gaming is awesome. You can go and connect... Yeah, agree. Right? But you can go and connect with other people just like you. Yep. But what this is eventually allowing us to do, and this is what pod, podcasts are allowing people to do, is take people back to kind of the tribal sort of atmosphere of storytelling, dude. You don't have to be a special person. You sit around the fucking campfire and you're sharing your stories well, and here's your ancestors I, pass I think along that, to you. I think you. instead of guys being badass or guys being special, don't get me wrong, man. There's, there's rare breeze out there that even I admire. But, excuse me. But, you know, with that being said, I think a lot of it too, man, is that there's just so many blockers in life mm-hmm. that I think it's a mix between there's some guys out there, some girls out there that are badass. Mm-hmm. But then there's also this, this piece where people just aren't trying hard enough or they've, they've got some fear in front of them. So, you know, even just us, man, at, at our first podcast, our first episode of just being able to tell people like, Hey, like don't succumb to certain fears, right? Get out there and do it. I like, look, you got to fucking work at it. You got to have a plan. And you know, like when I was first starting, man, I was 7am to 11pm. That's fucking literal. Um, you know, we were pregnant with our, with my son at the time. And, and it was like, it was go time, man. I was mm-hmm. making no money and <laughs> of all times to have a baby, you're like, Oh shit, but you better, you better, you know, grind, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, well, For me, man, I slept in a basement, and if you're still listening to this, you know, I'm sure we'll get to this story a lot, but, you know, um, you know, my family lived with her parents, mm-hmm. you know, kiddo was with her parents, and, and you know, my, my significant, she was uh, pregnant at the time, and, you know, um, I slept in a, I slept in my buddy's overgrown closet in the basement, you know, and then, excuse me, no, that's not true, she was not pregnant at the time, um, but long story short, I stayed there, and then, you know, she could afford a condo for us, and I had no money to put toward it, and she's like, hey, let me just, you need a place to to focus and this right. and that. And, you know, long story short, I finished up my studying and, and passed my tests and I left the house every day and almost felt guilty to even be there because I wasn't mm-hmm. paying for it. And so I worked, I went to the gym super early and got my mind right at 7am. And then I had to, man, I was doing happy hours and meeting people. And, you know, if I'd come home, I was working on social media and doing other stuff till 11pm. So, you know, just going from humble beginnings, man, of starting over. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe we'll just talk about this story when we're on a podcast, you yeah. know, because yeah. it's more specific. Right, I think right. today is more about just saying why we're doing it. But, you know, long story short, I knew how to put myself into some un- unpleasant places, some yeah. dark places. Cause I'd been there before and, and how to get out of there. But you do got to work. So I think a lot of people, man, they just they've got speed bumps or they've got some inhibitions to themselves where they're not, man, like that whole quiet desperation. Most men live their lives here, here, in quiet desperation. Here's why analogy. I think that is, dude, like you, you and I have both been. Whose fucking phone is going on? Is that you? Mine's on a seat here. That's fucking fat. Nope, that's not me. That's you. That's you. I'm going airplane mode. Um, sorry, I'm kind of important. Just kidding. Not important at all. You're Jewish. You're like, not important. I think it's like oh, my bank account is overdrafting, and so it's I'm getting all these notifications. <laughs> my shit's overdrafting. Just kidding. Uh-huh. Day one dollar zero. Oh, we're still there. That's right. Literally. Um, well, you can but no. In the basement. I got but bad. But dude, most people are not around people like you. They're not around other good leaders. They go to their nine to five, dude, and they're they're just not around other people that are going to inspire and show them, hey, you can do more. Like, there are other people out there who have way less than you, who are doing way more than you. And and, and yeah. most people just don't have that. So I think a lot of it isn't just that they're, 
you know, not trying hard enough, but they just don't fucking see it, which is, again, why this podcast mm-hmm. is so important, dude. Well, and it's why getting around people, you know, successful people or people yeah. that you can thrive on. Because here's the deal, man. Like, when I first started real estate, I was not a fucking leader, man. I was taking care of myself. But I also understood that demographic, man. I understood the whole airplane concept of right. donning and clearing my own mask before I go help a child. Like, I got mm-hmm. no, regardless of what I had been successful at prior to real estate, man, I had no business opening my fucking mouth, period, mm-hmm. right? Like, I got I to gotta learn and figure out. You know, you know, who's, who's will, you know, at but you were still sharing 30. your story. You're not telling them how to do real estate, but you're no, sharing but I was your documenting. story. Well, I was documenting when I was, that doing. motivates the fuck out of people. True, dude. true. But I also, you know, I just had to take care of myself. So for me, if, if, if leadership comes natural or, and that's a whole nother topic, right? right. Leadership natural or not, but same with entrepreneurship. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. in your DNA or is it learned? Yeah. But for mm-hmm. me, it was like, I knew, you know, and this is something that we tell our team a lot is, Hey, when you're starting something new and, and everything is just so strange and, and secondary to you, cool, but try to figure out what you've done in life and what you've been good at. Like, we've got a couple ladies on the on the team that are phenomenal moms. You know, mm-hmm. we've dove into that like, hey, listen, do you know how hard it is to be a good mom? Not a mom. Be a good mom. Being a good mom is hard. Hardest fucking job. I can't do it, no. right? Like, but then taking the quality, the care, the nurturing, the consistency, the patience, the you know, the monitor, just just taking some qualities from what you've been good at before and applying it to what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. That's what you got to do is it's not, you know, Hey, there's will. And then there's real estate. It's will. And who am I within real estate? Mm -hmm. I gotta be me, right? Like I can't be some other dude or doing someone else's business model or or making someone else's phone calls or listening to what worked for them. Cause at the end of the day, man, that's them. And it's Mm -hmm. not that that doesn't work, but that's you. And there's context behind that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like for example, if I, if I go to a, a buyer, a listing presentation, there's going to be some things, man, that I say that work for me because of my command presence. Right. And then there's going to be someone else, man, that walks in and says the same thing and it doesn't, it goes completely different. So Mm -hmm. that's exactly why you got to just triple down on what you're good at. You know, and I don't mean like a Gary V style. Like he, he says it very broad. I mean like really, especially when you're new, find out what you've been good at in life, find Mm -hmm. out what your qualities are and really apply that and say, Hey, I've got to create myself in this industry. I can't be someone else. And I think in real estate, dude, you got people that have been around 30 years that are on their way out and they don't have much social media expertise. And you got people that have been in for a little while. And, and all of these like new people that want to try hard or work hard, they're listening to these old timers who aren't necessarily wrong. But it's not necessarily the right answers for all these new folks that are coming mm-hmm. into a new wave, man. It's modern, right? Like, look at us, dude. We're fit. We're tattooed. We do shit off of social media. I don't door knock. So there's, there's just a different way. But when we're new to an industry, we just listen to people that have been around for years. And, and time isn't necessarily justice, right? Like, right. So it's, man, it's just having enough grit within yourself and it's not cockiness, but just understanding like, hey, I got to figure this out for myself. I got to mm-hmm. figure out like apply fundamentals, know the fucking law, shit like that. But then how do I engage with people, man? Where do I meet people? Where do I engage with people? Where am I having conversations? And then how do I really triple down on that to, to create a book of business for myself differently but more productive than than how somebody else would be doing it and here's like what what would you say to somebody who hasn't taken the time to figure out who they are man that dude so i like that because i i kept so from the marine corps background right one thing i love man was like we were family as in kind of like you know how like if you have a little brother and like somebody at school or somebody at the bar calls your little brother a bitch, you're going to mm-hmm. fuck him up. But you could call your brother a bitch mm-hmm. all you right, want. Right. That's the Marine Corps. Like, hey, nobody messes from the outside. Nobody right, right. nobody says shit to a fucking Marine. We're going to throw down. But if you're a Marine from like a different unit, like dude, they're talking shit to each other all the time. But what I liked about it, man, was that, you know, we had to earn every inch, right? And that that actually slowed me down from entrepreneurship. I didn't want to be called an entrepreneur, man. Like I did the 
you know, everything I've spoken about on this podcast already with the, with the Marine Corps stuff and, and law enforcement and government work and, you know, and then going to fit, you know, uh, the fitness. Mm-hmm. And I was number two in that company and we were going on 14 stores when I left and number two and, and Hey, you know, people were using that word entrepreneur. And I, I dodged it. Cause I'm like, look, man, I don't sign my own checks right now. You know what I mean? And I, okay, cool. I've got entrepreneurial tendencies. And you know, like I remember, the owner would say that to me and encourage me, like, hey, man, I think you've got some entrepreneurial tendencies. I'm like, man, I don't even like how that sounds. Like, I think I just am who I am. But here's my thing uh, with, you know, college, no college, entrepreneur, you know, go to college. I think you've just got to figure yourself the fuck out because I definitely feel going inside of bigger entities, right? So working in something as large as in the Marine Corps, working for, you know, like a, you know, the, pol- the police department and dude, there's politics and bureaucracy there just like anything else, man. There's drama there and working for a different company, like, I learned a ton. Mm-hmm. So I knew who I was and I knew my tools and how they would apply as an entrepreneur. I, I get super scared for youngsters if they're not naturally an entrepreneur, if they're forcing themselves that way because of a tide right now. It's like, look, dude, there's nothing wrong with getting a degree. There's nothing wrong with turning stones. You're fucking young, right? So right. there's like, yeah, if you're going to acquire student debt and like this, and that's a whole other ballgame. But my, my big, you know, and I, I can't dive into that. My school was paid for because, you know, hoorah, fucking Marine Corps. But, you know, my biggest thing is, listen, man, you got to do you. And I don't think if it's not natural, if you've got some other things you want to turn, there's nothing wrong with going other places and learning a bunch of shit in your life that brings experience to something. Kind of like being a parent at 34 versus being a parent at 20. No disrespect to anyone that's a parent at 20, but you're learning and leading at the same mm-hmm. time versus when I had my son, you know, and I'm, and I'm 34 years old. And listen, man, I bring a whole different box of tools to that kiddo. It's true. Right. So it's the same thing for me with entrepreneurship, the way it worked out for me, you know, and, and so, you know, and, and being, you know, what, 33, 30, you know, 32 and a half, 33, when we started this thing, um, you know, I felt like I had a lot of experience to reflect on yeah. and think at night about how it applies to my new endeavor. If you're, if you're no endeavors, no experience, no nothing plus entrepreneurship, you're kind of learning and leading yourself. So you got to get out there time. and do some shit. Maybe. Yeah. For me, for me, I think so yeah. for me. And this is my other thing. Look, dude, be true to yourself. Like, it's okay that I went to the Marine Corps. Have you entrepreneurs out there that, or that think it's popular, but you also want to dive into the military? Dude, go jump out of fucking planes, do some cool shit. Like, you still mm-hmm. have time to go be an entrepreneur. I think the biggest thing is that kids are scared of college because you can't, you know, the debt. Respect. That's just, that's just part of life, man. Know your risk. Risk versus reward, right? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Right. But for me, it's like, look, that's my story. That's what worked for me. And I think as long as you're applying yourself and you're looking for the right avenues, it's going to pan out. So for me... I couldn't be more happy that I did everything prior to calling myself an entrepreneur now and signing the front of checks, right? I think everything prior to that was great, but like someone like you, you were entrepreneurial super young. Like you did some you did some fitness stuff and you were part of different companies, but I think you were like that natural entrepreneur that was learning and leading at the same time, which means you just gotta be okay to fail, right? A because lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that's where people are gonna get scared. Versus yeah. me, I haven't had like a failing business mm-hmm. not yeah. Knock on wood. That's right. not people at the front door. That's my fucking <laughs> table right now. You know, but I have gone through failures and other, you know, th- through Marine Corps and through different things. Right. Like, yeah, man, I've dealt with adversity and failure and all kinds of shit on a different platform. You, you know, someone had to deal with that stuff from an entrepreneurial side and just, and just failing some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been good because like, like you said, you didn't have a choice to do a lot of the shit right. that you did. Um, with me, I did have a choice and and I was willing to accept those fuck ups and I knew that they were going to come so that when they did come, I wasn't crippled by it. I wasn't debilitated. It was kind of like, and, and again, that comes back to me being bad at a lot of things prior. So it's like, okay, 
that didn't work. I won't do that again. Now I'm going to make this little adjustment and try this. Um, and just listening to your gut too. Like I do shit every day that I don't want to do. So it's not listen to your gut as far as I don't feel like doing this, but rather just that feeling that you have, like for me, when I have a boss like that, just in my pit of my stomach just feels like shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know that's not an option. Yeah, it's funny you say that because now that I don't have one, I'm like, man. Can you imagine going back and working for someone? Look at dude? Fat looking at us right now. What's up, bro? What's up? Are you looking at your bosses? Or you, we're not your bosses, bro. You're, you're, a part, you're a partner in all this. You just said you were my boss. No, I was being funny because I saw your fucking look on your face. I wish there was a camera. <laughs> I wish we had this video because people see your fucking face right now. Uh, next time, next time. 100%. But yeah. now that I look back on it, I'm like, man, you know, Thank God I was good at what I did, bro, because I'm not very easy. To, I'm, I'm, listen, man, I'm kind of a cowboy. I'm a little rough around the edges. Kind I'm, of. I, I'm kind of a cowboy, kind but of. dude, you know, like I was, I was high shooter out of the Marine Corps, any, any school, designated marksman school, right. any, I was always high shooter, man. Um, police officer stuff. I was high shooter. Like that was my niche, dude. That's mm -hmm. what I was possessive and obsessive about, man. I was fucking good at it. And mm -hmm. there's a chip on your shoulder to be able to, to carry and, and, and bear the weight As of that responsibility to hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So I'm, but here's the deal, man, that those kind of guys we're not always to deal with. We kind of know our shit. And sometimes we're politely kind of like, like you're a higher rank. Like, dude, we had a higher, you know, and, and this isn't to diss on anybody and I'm not naming anybody specific. Cause that doesn't matter. There's shit bags everywhere. And I've had my days of being a shit bag. Not really, but no, I'm kidding. I have, but <laughs> you know, in the military you have bosses per se. And those are people that yeah. are in the chain of command yeah. that are higher rank. Listen, man, I've had guys that were higher rank. I mean, at the time that felt like they had to put their thumb on me, you know, mm -hmm. and, and especially when I was a sergeant and you go to different units, there's gunnies there and it's, and it's kind of like, hey, man, like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. And I've got some some special skills, and that's cool. It has nothing to do with rank. But for some reason, you seem to think so. Mm -hmm. So you want to give me a hard time. And, dude, it, it was the biggest upset, and it was the biggest insecurity I've ever seen in my fucking life. So mm -hmm. for me, I never want to be like that. We got people on our team in real estate, man, that are doing some incredible things or that have some incredible stories, mm -hmm. man, super personal, right? incredible stories of adversity that I can't even imagine overcoming yet. In addition to that, being successful in real estate, and I fucking love that. And because I've I've felt some things before, pr you know, prior to entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. I never want to make someone feel like I always have to have that plus one. I always got to be like that one upper or trying to find a way to like say something in relation to what you is versus just going, wow, man, yeah, that's badass, you know. So now that we're doing the entrepreneur or I'm doing the entrepreneur thing, I want to do it right, and I want to make sure anybody with us on the team, yeah, they're entrepreneurs, they're ten ninety nine, man, they're doing their thing, but. We're a team, and yep, you and I lead and own the team. But I don't want them to feel like we're owners, and I want yeah. them to feel that because, dude, now looking back, I'm like, we know how that feels, yeah. Yeah, but thank God I was, dude. And sometimes higher ups kind of dealt with me, man. And maybe I wasn't there. There, maybe I was right, or listen, well, I thought I was right, yeah. you know. And then maybe, um, you know, just thank God I was proficient because if I wasn't, you know, an average dude and not proficient, they probably would have fucking booted me, bro. I think I was like worth. The pain in the ass, kind of yeah, like fat. Funny. How he's looking at me, bro. Like he's like, "Yep, hundred percent." Like, yeah, dude. Like I can feel it from him right now. Like, yeah, bro, you're a big pain in the ass, but you, you know, your heart's in the right place, and it comes from the right place, and it it doesn't come from a place of right or wrong. It comes from a place of like getting better. Let's get better together, and that we're all responsible. But man, I I can't imagine now going back. Well, that's the difference between a boss and a leader. Like I feel like a boss is a non-leader put in a leadership position. And he's just not management, a right? Manager. Management, yeah. No, yeah. Di no diss on any managers, right? And this is and and not that you can't be a boss and a good leader, dude. 
you know, like like my partner and I and I'm not sure if we're gonna like you know I'm sure we'll talk about our our families our mm-hmm. significant others I'm not gonna name them and and get in sad I haven't even <laughs> spoken to her about that and she's probably like let's see how the first twenty episodes go before yeah. I start throwing names around but they've created a position at work for her man I'm mm-hmm. like that's some entrepreneur shit right there when you're in corporate America and they're creating new positions for you just to keep you around and 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 make sure you're proficient for their team mm-hmm. and working for like that's that's cool stuff man but no I think. You know, it's all in how you approach it, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, just how you approach people and how you approach your, your style of leadership. And yeah, I think, I think, you know, we're missing that in corporate America. Now that I'm also exposed to that, even though we own our own shit, we're still exposed to corporate America. I think there's a huge gap between upper echelon, mm-hmm. uh, leadership slash ownership and your small unit leaders. And we, th- we think because people do a lot of deals or people seem confident that, oh, hey, put them in charge and put them in. The, and it's like, nah, man, like just because you do your own job doesn't, doesn't mean that you're great. Like we talked about this before. And I said, Magic Johnson, incredible player. I think he lasted six months coaching the Lakers and they fucking canned him. And now he's in ownership, you know, where he can have more influence and he, it, it fits him better. And, you know, even guys that are great that like Magic Johnson, dude, that guy's, ex, you know, accomplished so much, but it, then you even see that guy fail. And it's like, okay, well, is that a failure? Yeah, on the surface, but it's more so about just finding your place and where you're productive. And I think in corporate America, no disrespect to managers or anybody else that's not entrepreneurs. This is not an entrepreneurial, well, we're going to fucking be on our high horse all the time. It's just about leadership mm-hmm. and influence and how much impact you have wherever you're at. And is that enough for you? And are, are you doing all you can? And if you're not, or if you wish you, you had more, I think you should go get and, more. And where, and where is it coming from too? Because yeah. if it's coming from a place to where you're just trying to climb the fucking ladder prove somebody else wrong, prove that you're better than somebody, that's going to come off totally different than if you just genuinely want everyone to rise up alongside of you yeah, uh, and, and give everyone that boost up. Yeah, not not good. Mm-hmm. Well, tying that back to day $1, yeah. zero, uh, I'm excited to get into more conversations about the, the military and, and entrepreneurship, dude, because like when you mentioned the Marines and just your, your old guns and shit and you guys just like, you know, kicking in your fucking doors and kicking ass and I imagine it would be hard to, like, when that subsides, just to get, get go into a management position or a desk position in the military and looking at entrepreneurship, you'll see true entrepreneurs time and time again, they'll build up a company, which is the hard part, right? They're kicking in the doors. They got their, mm-hmm. you know, no money. They're using old equipment. They're getting it to a place to where it's sustainable and profitable. And then they're doing it again. Well, here's they're doing it again. Yeah. So here's where the gap is it. Well, and and first and foremost, let's not, you know, not everybody in the military is, is good to go. Right. Say, right. Like just like entrepreneurship. Yeah. And just like corporate America, like, look, man, it's just people that aren't, aren't, you know, putting their best foot forward. We'll say, um, in, in that and anything else, but here's the miss sometimes when it comes to, you know, like guys that operate at a high level that have very, you would think like, Hey, those guys that are doing that in the, in the military are, are like super entrepreneurial and mm-hmm. can come out and run a company and look at Jocko and David Goggins and a lot of right. guys, man, those are cliche names. I know they're super popular and there's probably, you know, Brian Stan from the Marine Corps. Right. Um, just some example. guys that are, that are doing it. Here's the problem. Those guys go start their own shit, right? right. Because when you try to put an entrepreneur into someone else's like uh, corporate setting, there's the conflict, man. Right. They're just, oh, they're too aggressive or they're this or they're that, or they're, they're there and they're challenging the system, man. And they're trying to create change. And that's not necessarily what corporate models want. Mm-mm. They want people that get along and play nice and do what the fuck you're told we've been doing for 30 years. Cause it's how we run it a lot. Now, some companies now are starting to shake some things up and understand that they've got to change between the upper echelon and the small unit leaders. And where does leadership 
you know, come into play with all that? And, you know, is there a pipeline for veterans that are super, you know, uh, proficient at that kind of stuff getting into companies? Absolutely. But it's few and far between, man. And mm. guys that are super proficient, they're doing their own thing. We talk about this in real estate when you say, go find your 80 percenters or your 90 percenters. And this isn't how we operate. We want to have a bunch of killers on our team and, and we want to make thinkers and, and things like that. But you've heard it from people in our industry, man, where they literally say they want sheep. Yep. Right. And they're like, right. You know, and we've been told that to ourselves. We're not going to name any names, but there's places out there, man, that just have you do a bunch of calls and they're super excited to have sheep that even though they're 1099, no man, they're employees. They don't think for themselves. They don't act for themselves. They're, they're there and they're sheep because they already have given up on the fact that, Hey, anybody that's entrepreneurial, they're leaving. Mm -hmm. If they come here, it's for a short while and they're fucking out. They're going to learn what they can't and they're going to go create their own business. Right. So I think that's where the disconnect comes from when it's like, hey, all these guys in the military and the entrepreneur side and how that relates to, to corporate America is there's, there's friction. Mm-hmm. There's just not an open door there. And even if there is an open door, those guys that are that proficient, just bad to the bone, they might just go do their own shit. And listen, man, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of momentum right now behind you know, building your own brand and doing your own thing. And people trust the integrity behind the person mm-hmm. where, Hey, if I don't like that guy and comment on his fucking Facebook right now, let people know he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. How do you complain on Nike? How do you complain on Walmart? And even if you do, man, like they've conquered so much. Does anybody give a shit? No, man, I'm getting my Skittles there. There's 79 cents, bro. <laughs> right. I can get toilet paper, milk, chicken That's and flip flops for fat. And we're and we're all good. And we're all good. Chicken and flip flops. Yeah, man, that was that was that was mean. I'm Feathers and sure all, dude. Back I should ain't even plucked yet. <laughs> but it's That's true, man. Like, like do do people actually care? Right. So when you're at that smaller level and you're building your own brand, I think people, I think people, you know, understand that. Like, no, man, you, you know, my reputation matters to me, and, and my service to you matters. And you know, the internet. Dude, we were, I don't know if we were babies when it was coming around or no, it wasn't no. around. Wasn't even around yet. Oh, we're fucking middle old, school, bro. Dude. Old yeah. 84. It was middle school for me. Yeah, yeah. I think same pretty, here, man. Pretty old. Yeah, Shut pretty, the pretty fuck old. up. <laughs> Fat, Fat and I were looking at the oh, Chinese shit. Zodiac calendar. You're the, uh, you're you? the rat. You're the rat. Yeah. yeah. Look at that up. That's badass. You, you and I are compatible. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like, I yeah. like that. I'm the ox. He's the. That makes me want to. He's the dog. Tell him, tell him what you are. Yeah, Fat, tell me what you are. Head of a rooster, ass of a dog. <laughs> That's no ass. No, wait, no, 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 no dude. Year of the whatever of a is one animal. Ass of a rooster. Yeah, no, but he goes all Asian with it, and he's like in the middle oh. somewhere. So he has like a whole, holy other shit. Thing about you're it. like a you're like a centaur with feathers. I, I'm a dog with a fat. Cock. You're a dog chicken <laughs> like centaur. What the fuck? <laughs> we gotta figure mine out. You should look that up. I'm October fourth, nineteen eighty four. Look that up. See where we are. Um, but no, man, I think there is. There's a lot of momentum behind brands and, and yeah. personal brands and putting your word out there and trying to do a good job for people. So I, we're super encouraging of that. You know, we, we definitely hire and brew a lot of thinkers. But, you know, next kind of getting into our consulting firm that we're looking at with working like a Marine um, is what we're calling it. Right. Working like a Marine. And it's and it's trying to get into companies that are open to, you know, everything that we have going on. Right. And just how do small you know, leadership work? How do after action reports work? How do peer evaluations work? And where can we get super brilliant? At the basics of fundamentals through the chain of command and making sure that small unit leaders are proficient. And, and that's something else that we're diving into. And I like that we have our own thing. Like, mm-hmm. I like that, you know, we don't, sir, we don't, we don't need anything from anyone. You and I do our own deals and we happily love beating the shit out of our team every month. And they're getting close to some of them. There's some months where they might have more than us. I know, want them to, man. Well, I want them to, too, yeah. but I still don't want to take the L. Right, right. As much as I want them to beat us one day, I never, I still, like, I'm not ready for it. But That's funny. we still kick ass and we still have our backbone, right? Right. But 
when that time comes and as we grow, companies that are open to stuff, like now we can infiltrate and now we can go teach that leadership and, and, and some Dude, things. And partnerships too. Like I think you 100%. and I have learned a lot about partnership. I know we've both had previous experiences with different business partners. Yeah. Um, I think we've learned a ton, dude. And and I think we needed to go through those experiences so that we each knew, you know, kind of what we were getting into with each other and then how we can do things differently, how we can communicate better. Um, all of it. I, dude, I learned a lot, ton all of lessons. All of it. Like my biggest thing is, first things first is what are, is what you're doing working? Right. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's my first piece. Like, Hey, you're onto something that's working. Cool. Is it sustainable? As in, is it just a great market? Did you just have three or four friends happen to buy a house? For example, right. We're in real estate. So we can use that as an example, whatever your, your career is, it's that's your career. Right. So, you know, okay. You're onto something. You're having some traction, right? Cool. Step one is that it's something working great. And then second thing is, is it sustainable? Do you have something that's working consistently or were you getting lucky with some deals because family, friends? And is it sustainable for you? Well, like the, the amount of work it, for, it requires? Well, right. And that's what I mean by sustainable. Yeah. And then that third piece, man, that I think people need to learn is, can you duplicate it? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's where we get into, yeah. if you have a business partner, are you able to articulate and are you able to have a role and be subject matter expert on, on whatever your your tasks and are? And is it two of you or is it you and all your and unique your little gifts? pothead friend who's and super then, smart And then fuck, somebody right? else and all their unique gifts. Yeah, I can you, still hear you, you, fat little pothead. You and I fit together like a fucking, you, you and I fit together like a puzzle piece, dude. We do. Like the things I'm bad at, you're great at. Yeah. You're not bad at appreciate anything, that. but if you were bad at something, <laughs> I was fucking away. No, I appreciate <laughs> that because I was literally thinking, like, man, where was that? What? See, I'm just trying to smash. No, man, I was, I was. You get it there. says you're all compatible for each other. Yeah, I was wrong one See? time. Time I thought I was wrong, but I was actually right. Did I ever tell you that? Yes. Yeah. So that third thing about, you know, is it? Can you duplicate it? This yeah. is also coming down to a big company with with the chain of command and structure, or you know, you and I running a real estate team. Like, cool, man. You know, is whatever we're doing, yep, okay, we're on to something, we're successful. Hey, cool, okay, is it sustainable? Yep, you and I learned how to sustain ourselves and be right. consistent. Cool, is it something that you can make tangible that we people can, can learn from, that right. can, that people can duplicate? So, for example, like, let's say, you know, let's use Michael Jordan again. And I'm not the biggest basketball expert, so anybody listening, I don't want to hear it. Um, but let's say Michael Jordan's teaching basketball. I'm sure he can teach a ton. You know, so I'm sure he's on to something. Was it sustainable? Yeah, it was in the league forever, right? And then that third thing is like, can you duplicate it? As long as Michael Jordan isn't saying like, yeah, hey, so here's how this works. You're going to go here and you're going to go there and, hey, read the defense. And then you're going to slide through here and jump over that guy and dunk the basketball. Okay, no. that like You can't duplicate that, jump man, because not everybody can fucking jump over people. So this is where your own intuition and your own skill level, you got to understand like you might have some of those abilities. Mm. Are you able to take those intuitions out right and still teach a model that can be duplicated and are you a good enough leader to figure out what your subordinates what are their right. what are their intuitions because if hey maybe you're good at jumping over somebody and dunking the basketball but then you got a guy that can shoot threes like crazy so and maybe he's got intuition for that so as a leader if you're going to duplicate your model you do have to have fundamentally you have to be fundamentally sound and understand that you know on how this works and, and what's your machine but then in addition to that, you've got to be able to make sure that you're duplicating that process and that you're teaching people to capitalize on their own intuitions. And you'd be stupid if you think that just because they don't have your intuitions doesn't mean that they don't have their own strengths. Right. And you got to find a way to teach people to lean toward their strengths and be confident with those intuitions like mothers, man. Compassionate and caring. There's a lot of great things they can do, but if you're teaching them to be you, then you you can't duplicate yourself. So you're So that number three, right? 
you're out. You're not, mm-hmm. it's not going to work, man. It can't be you. Right? Well, that, t- that takes time and patience, dude. And those yeah. two things, a lot of people are not willing to part with, man. No, not at all. But I mean, I think so long story long, I guess is what I would say. Like this is, this is a synopsis of, of the podcast, making fun of you guys with your marijuana and I know smoke a weed. Ecstasy. Oh, we did that. No, we didn't. We didn't. Mm-mm. No, we didn't do that. <laughs> you know, but what that's that? <laughs> ex-girlfriends. That's um, a song. It's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah man. But just, um, no, nah, I'm sure we'll get into that one day and, and just talk <laughs> about life experiences and having fun right. with it on a, on a productive level, man. And But that's a synopsis. But I think, you know, one more thing we should mention prior to, to moving forward is just, so what do we have? So everybody knows now, if you're still listening, right? God bless you. Um you know, what's, what's coming next, right? So, Hey, day $1 zero. And we want to teach people from the ground up how to do it. And, and not necessarily teach someone anything, but just empower them, right? Listen to the podcast and listen to us go over different topics of discussion and listen to some of our guests, you know, when we have them on, like, I think we're going to be a, a hybrid man of like Joe Rogan has someone on all the time, which is phenomenal. And, you know, I think you and I can speak a lot to ourselves and look, we're not Joe Rogan, man. We're, we're, you know, ground up. Right. right. And I think there's a lot we can do for ourselves of just having our own podcast. But I think every once in a while, Having a guest, you know, a quality guest that that can definitely speak to some things. I think that's important. And so I think our biggest thing is just empowering people, man, of like, here, here's some topics of discussion that we're going to go over as far as the ground up, what we think is working and not working for us and how that's worked. And then all the stories and the fun, the camaraderie in between, and then having guests kind of speak to the same Mm -hmm. thing about their day one dollar zero and then their stories and everything in between, you know, um, but you know, now that they have a grasp on that, I think, uh, you know, we can kind of touch on what's what's to come, right? So we're we're on audio today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our first episode, audio. We'll be ready to stream by next week. Allegedly. Allegedly. I yeah. keep Thank having, you for throwing that in there. Yeah, no, you're welcome because <laughs> we were talking about this today, man. I think I think marijuana pace is just not the same pace, God man. Damn I feel, <laughs> God damn it. God. How many minutes are we in? He finally cussed. Uh, oh, I've been cussing minutes. this whole time, man. Eh? Fifty-three. No, I've been cussing this whole time. Well, you said you finally cussed at me. That's oh, yeah. Polite. yeah, cussing at me. Yeah. So Will is going to go ahead and figure out the whole streaming side of things at his will pace, and uh, if if he gets why it figured the fuck, out, then hopefully, why the fuck would I do? No. We'll so here's my. So I have my lanes, and you have your lanes. All I'm saying is. I felt like I worked at a faster pace in my lanes than you do. And you're like, well, hey, dude, you don't have to order shit. I'm like, no, you're right. But you can order shit from your fucking couch. Or, yeah, which is what I do researching While four fucking meat. hours a night. Four hours? Dude. Is it hard? All it's right. hard. Well, here's my deal. I don't know. I'm going to take your word on it. That's We're true. in different lanes. We're in different lanes. <laughs> we're in different lanes. But, yeah. you know, so we're going to have this video and we're going to live stream on YouTube and Facebook. We are going to last stream on Facebook, but it on just won't. Day one dollar zero page. What about my page being converted? Sure. Now that it will be converted, is that yeah. is that? We'll have a day one dollar we'll zero. Have to on chat. Too. We'll have that. You know. Um. So we're going to live stream and yeah. have the video going and yeah, YouTube at a minimum. Yeah, yeah, and I think um you know if anyone that's tuning in, we appreciate you, man. Like mm-hmm. even if it's just one person that we can help, you know, and and just um get to grasp some concepts and at least have someone to reflect on. I know I have mm-hmm. some folks that are that are in my life as mentors that have helped me a ton, man. And, but I still watch Gary V's and other guys. I still listen to, to their stuff. And it's, and it's funny because I'll listen to maybe a two hour thing that Gary V has going on, but you know, an hour and 16 minutes in someone asks a question. That's a little bit more relatable to me than the rest mm-hmm. of the shit he's been saying. Right. And that's the one thing I'm going to take away from that two hours. So it's really hard to take like a Gary V's free content, right? Like it's there, 
but I think you got to dive in and be committed to it and listen to a lot of it before you can apply it. So for us, man, if, if we can somehow do the same thing and just empower people and, and just try to have the influence of, you know, just getting out there and, and doing your thing and, and being the best that you can be. And, and then also having like an honest reflection of guys that still fucking make mistakes and are right. fucking shit up and kind of doing their thing and, and still add it. I think there's, I think there's some refreshment. To well, that. And, and that's why I like the long form podcast, man, because like you said, an hour and 15 minutes here, the one thing that actually clicks with you yeah. and in our 10 minute videos, People may not get that one thing. Well, and they're somewhat real estate specific or right. we have to cliff note it right. because it's like, all right, what are we talking about today? And, and, and what's that, this main point that we want to get? And yeah, and those are fun, man. I, I like those too. And I hope that those are funnels for more. I, I know like when I, so for Gary Vee, for example, like, you know, when I first saw him, yeah, man, it was like his five and seven minute videos. It wasn't right. his two hour long video, but I think all of us that like Gary Vee had like a two day or three day binge. Right. Where we were watching his shit like we were watching Narcos on fucking Netflix, right? Just oh, binging that, it. Yeah. And now it's like sporadic when I mm-hmm. need it and things like that. But yeah, man, I hope there's some I hope there's some refreshing pieces that we can give. And I also hope too, man, like my biggest thing and why I want to document right away when most people don't is it's almost unrelatable. And I've said this before, as much as like, I love the Grant Cardones and the, and the Gary V's and the, the CEO motherfucker. What's that guy's name? Andy for yeah, 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 man. Yep. Those are some bad dudes. Ed, my they're, they're cool motherfuckers, man. I've never met they're on a different level. Well, here's the thing is like you, you love watching these old, like yeah. fucking in my let this dude's old as shit, but he's jacked. He wears his fucking flat bill. Yeah. If you saw that guy in a restaurant, you'd be like, you fucking Ed Hardy looking yeah. motherfucker. And he rolls off in his helicopter. And you're like, yeah. Oh, Who's respect. that guy? Respect. Yeah, respect. Yeah. So I think it's fun to like almost fantasize, dude. I think mm-hmm. it's almost nostalgic or just fantasized, um, you know, because it's it's like it's unrelated. Like you love hearing about it, but it's kind of like combat, right? Like I, I've spoken about this before with other people and, you know, like why it shouldn't always be about that, you know, and, and how it becomes mm-hmm. nostalgic and unrelatable to how people can like, yeah, you love listening to it, but you can't necessarily take anything from it and, and apply it as directly as something else right and right. that's obviously open for debate man i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anybody's doing anything wrong and jocko and all those guys out there kicking ass man like you know it's working for them so just maybe not my style but mm-hmm. you know i think it's hard to reach so for us doing this you know we've hit some we've hit some accolades and we've had some success and i think that's first and foremost you got to hit some accolades and be successful if you're going to open your mouth proof of concept a little bit right mm-hmm. and you know we've been documenting everything we've done this is a little bit further this is a podcast is a step further when it's like hey we'd enjoy you know we think it's valuable to listen to us that's a step further versus just documenting now you're well and and, you and it's listening to, listen. to the market too because yeah. we're at the point now where people are like hey where can i watch more of your stuff hey yeah. i want to hear more well there's demand yeah there's a, a little bit not a joe rogan bit, but a little bit but i also like it because i do feel man like even if it's six months from now a year from now whatever I think we're a little bit more relatable because we're still someone. And I know I do. I, I mean, I hate the. I'm not bad talking to these guys, but the Gary V's on my list. I know they're saying they're still on their way up. Like, ah, I still but haven't come. We all that. know. But I think that's like the fuckery of the mind. Like, I got to wake up and like. Trick that's myself. the bodybuilder saying he's fat. And you're yeah, like, all dude, right, dude, like, yeah, like I swear these guys wake up in the morning. Like they got to yeah. slam their dick in the door. Yeah. Right. And get themselves going and, and convince themselves that they haven't made it. There's more to do. And I can't speak to them. Maybe there is. Maybe they do think they can. Influence and honestly, bro, we're going to be the same way when we're there. Probably. We are. Right? But I think you're going to be Jimmy Buffett as fuck. Vince to the left. You heard the song. I'll play it later. But, you know, I do think there is some just grit and honesty and sense of relief for people. If they are listening to us, it's like, man, I know that fucking guy He's from yep. the gym. Yep. Hey, I know that guy from this or from that. And, and we haven't, 
you know, at least for society's terms, right? Because mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Ed Milets and those guys. Look, per society, you motherfuckers made it. We see your boat, motherfucker, you made it. So maybe not in their eyes, fine. But I think it's fun that, you know, in society's eyes, per se, you and I haven't, you and I, in fact, haven't, yeah. quote unquote, made it. Mm-hmm. We're on our way up and we're on the grind. And I think there's some, there's some intimacy there. And I think there's some honesty there that people want to grab onto that can maybe be their encouragement to... Right. To get there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, dude, and and like just sitting here and be able to hear your thoughts and when we have guests come on, you know, hear their, their background and their story. I think it's going to be really good for both of us to help help keep us in that day one dollar zero mindset when we're kind of back in the learning seat. And I actually have to get to sit and listen to yeah. you in, in, in a long form. You hear how he fucking laughs? I like how he laughs. Like, smart ass as fuck. And then just keeps talking like, I'm not going to address what he just said. Right? Like, we're just going to keep rolling like he didn't make fun and like it's hard but, to hear me. But it keeps us in that learning mindset, Dick. man, which we always should be. Is that um, why you bring your weed so you can hear me? No. I get it, man. No, no I think so. And I think this, too. This is going to sound cocky as fuck, and it's not. I think the more successful you get or more wise you get in life, the harder it is to find people to learn from. Yeah. And that's no disrespect, man. But there are people that are, you know, that are from your life. And yeah, man, like, hey, be humble. Remember, if you like, I come from a not so good neighborhood and I had loving parents, but, you know, we didn't have as much money as as some others. And that's all good, man. I'm not even going to dive into that. I'm, I'm in a great place. But, you know, the more successful and the more out of the hood, per se, or even if you're not from the hood, you just... Well, the reality is most people don't venture out and do a lot of stuff. So it's not that people are stupid or people, oh, oh, you're too good for them. No, it's that the scope of what you're trying to accomplish is so different than everyone, man. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Like, even if I've got friends that are successful, man, that are that are making two, three, four hundred you know, dollars a year and they're doing, they've got some great job. Cool, man. But here's my deal. It's just not in my lane, right? No. It's not what I do. And it's not that you don't have something that's, that's you know, valuable maybe. Like, y- yep. But the problem is... You don't like you don't have the context that I do, and you're not able to to really speak in you know to to what I'm doing. So I think for our endeavors and for guys like us, man, it's so hard to find that mm-hmm. and to find people to get around where you actually feel like on a consistent basis you can take something from it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so good why 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 people need to be sharing their stories and documenting yeah. what they're doing, and 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 to your point, like that's why we do need the Grant Cardones and the, you know, Gary V's and all those people at that level. Because mm-hmm. like you said, as you progress it, it's harder and harder to find people that you look up to and admire. I'm going to pay Grant Cardone. <laughs> Cardone. Cardone. You know how they do that. What's that website? Oh, pay like them. Patreon or something. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I woke up this morning. My good friend. Oh, uh, whatever. Cameo. 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 What right. the fuck is that? Yeah. I'm going to hire Grant Cardone. Like, Hey, Day one dollar zero, some bad motherfuckers. You heard? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire him to say some dumb shit versus trying to fool people that he's my fucking friend. I can't stand that, dude. That that's a whole nother day about being yeah. romantic and, right. and making it making people assume that like you fucking know someone you don't and like yeah, you know, uh, my good friend so and so wants me to speak to his kids and tell him the importance of real estate. Like, listen, dude, that fucking guy doesn't even think you should own your own home. It's true. And I'm not saying he's wrong. He's rich as fuck, and he yeah. thinks you should invest in properties that make you money and certain things and he's got his model just like us man we have our model right mm-hmm. so but god damn it that pisses me off dude <laughs> that could be i could sit here fat for another hour and i could talk about it. so i almost want to like do it just for those for, fun. for those of you guys that don't know what we're talking about so cameo is this website where you, you can pay five bucks 200 bucks it, it ranges. Five, who the fuck is five bucks flavor oh, flavor <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> flavor flavor but you pay there's all these celebrities on there or 
yep. yeah, celebrities. A list, B list. Yeah, thank you. That's that's what I was looking for. And they'll give you a sixty second, you know, selfie video that yep. you can post on your like you seeing your fucking grandma dude. happy birthday from Mister T or something. And that's cool though. Okay, yeah, so or your you business be, or dude, whatever. Imagine like technology, right? So imagine like if my mom, like, so my mom's a big Neil Diamond fan. I oh, think he's, shit. If he could sing her, happy dude, birthday, I think bro. he's still alive, right? Like the fuck me, he if he, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. That's fucked up. I shouldn't even say that, but. If I had Neil Diamond, you know, get on there and go, Lisa, your son wanted me to reach out and tell you happy yeah. birthday and, you know, let's have some red, red wine, <laughs> by the way, and fuck you be 40. That's my song. Dude, that'd be right? great. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. When people use that in sales to give the assumption that that person knows that person, that's fucked. Yeah. I can't fucking stand it. And, I, mm -hmm. and here's my thing. First of all, if I know about Cameo and if I know it's bullshit, dude. Is I don't go looking for, if I know, motherfucker, people know. So I don't think, I think if you're using it to be funny and you're not using it to be deceitful, I think it's awesome, bro. I would love to have Flavor Flav or like Frankie J on our, Brandon on our team. Have Frankie J sing happy birthday to Brandon, right? Be fucking oh, hilarious. Shit, right. But I don't think when we use it to be deceitful, I don't think it's appropriate. And here's, here's what's even worse, dude. I don't even think you need it. It's like a rich kid stealing a pack of gum and gets caught. You're like, hey, dude. Great analogy. Like. I get it. Like, you want to throw the route. But look, man, you don't even have to steal. Like, your parents are loaded. Pull some money out of your pocket. And don't try to be something you're not. Just buy the fucking gum. Same yeah. thing. Like, hey, man, you're actually a good dude all on your own. Like, that video actually just made me think less of you, man. Like, not that what I think of you fucking matters. It doesn't matter, right? But I think a lot of people kind of get that perception of, like, hey, man, like, you don't have to be romantic and have people fucking sign off on you. And if you're doing that, you have no idea if your fan base, like, for example, what if my like my fan base doesn't like the person that's vouching for me? That's right. a fucking problem. Right. And if like, fuck, dude, I, I don't know. I well, mean, people are smarter than you think, too, dude. And you know, I think business owners are looking at that and they're like, oh yeah, people will think that Grant Cardone endorses my company, dude. Probably not. He endorses. You'll fool, the, you'll fool some people. How is Grant but, Cardone get on? I'm like, hey, listen, motherfuckers, I'm in an elevator for about 30 seconds, and I'm gonna make 250 bucks right quick. Right. Holler at your boy, Uncle G. Yes, hilarious. I literally want him to pay. I literally want to pay him to say that so I can fucking hey, Will told all you guys to start being mark ass bitches. Dude, what's up having me do this? Shit? What's Grant Cardone gonna do at 250 bucks? I'm so curious about that. When I saw his name on Cameo, I was like. Uh, yeah, he's doing it for attention and reach and just to get his face you go. everywhere. Well, yeah, of course. Like, what the, it's not for the, do shit with listen, man, a guy, bucks. even, even guys at our level, we're questioning like our, how much is our time worth? Right. And like, yeah. what true. we would do for 250 bucks. And I, I think one, it's because he wants the exposure everywhere. And I think, you know, secondly, I think he still has some grinder in him. And when these guys that are suit, like same reason why Gary V goes and does garage sales. Yeah. He's like, dude, that's my blood. That's my backbone. That's, that's my the grind. Marine shit right there. I'm talking about that's yeah. entrepreneurship. So that's where he dude, goes and sharpens his fucking right, knives. Like, right. even though he's a bigger deal now, he knows like, Hey, that's where I sharpen my knives. That's where my hustle started. That keeps me sharp. I think it's the same thing for Grant Cardone, dude. It's like you, all the sand is in the fucking jar. What can you do? Well, pour some water in it, right? You can still fill that jar up, even though you don't think so. And that's where it comes. I think that's the DNA shit right there. Compulsive DNA. That's the DNA shit right there. Shit. Like, I don't even think it's anything intentional. They just can't help it but to stay in the grind and, I think and so. do that shit. What's you your know? grind? This. Speaking of grind. Yeah. This is my grind. What about you, Fat? We haven't heard from you much today, and I know you're not going to speak much. You're like the... Uh, you're the support structure. You're the guy back back there making logos and doing awesome video. And and but Elon and I have talked about 
We're just gonna force you to do more shit. That's gonna, gonna be another another podcast, yo. Oh, you can't, oh, yo, you can't talk about it right now. No, not right now. He's like, I'm literally doing my grind <laughs> right like, now. It's gonna be busy. a whole hour podcast <laughs> on fat. Yeah. Bro, he's so up, but he like, you gotta wind me and dine me. You will have to be a guest sometime, man. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Who the Once fuck's gonna run this thing? You? No. no, we'll make it I, work. I'll hire another Asian dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it gonna be Asian? Dude, is that trusting? It'll be like a sushi bar back there. Be like three Japanese guys, like each running like a different station. <laughs> Fuck that! I'll be eating the sushi then. Yeah, you will. Yeah, we'll have sushi here. So I guess moving forward, before we end this thing, is just you know giving that foresight. Um, I almost said foreskin. <laughs> Weird. That last closing. It's on the mind. Off the market. <laughs> Another story. On the mind. Yeah. Off the market. Um, no, just a foresight for folks and. You know, so yeah, we're gonna go live and, and do some things on Facebook and do some things on YouTube and, and you know, now that we're prepared and we've got this thing built out, we've got some cool equipment and we're in a good place where we can be consistent and be ourselves, you know, and and talk about real estate. But just it's it's bigger than that, right? But just being consistent with it. So if you guys have you know, if you're watching this, if you're still watching, like comment below, you know, wherever you're watching this and if you got questions that you want us to speak on, like throw it out there if, for sure. And if you think there's some cool folks out there that are just doing their thing that are substantial and, and they've they've proven themselves as far as their model and, and how much of an impact that they have and you think they might be an interesting person, mm -hmm. you know, and we're not talking just fucking famous people. Like that shit's cool. Don't get me wrong, man. There's some substantial people there that are known and you know, like I you know, that that are just doing it right that I love. But, you know, especially being local in Denver and we want to expand over time, but if you guys have some someone out there that's just doing it right Boy, I'd fucking love, I'd just love to get to know more people like myself that are in the local market. You know, oh, if they're yeah. out of state, that's cool too. Oh, We're yeah. gonna fly your ass in, and by fly your ass in, I mean you're gonna buy a ticket, fly your ass in, and <laughs> you can sleep in my fucking house and have some exposure <laughs> on the podcast because we're not buying tickets for people to come in quite yet, unless you're uh, unless you're Joe Rogan, I guess. But then it, it wouldn't matter at that point. He's pretty rich, but you know, just people that are local that are doing it right that maybe aren't necessarily too known that could benefit from being on a podcast like this and just coming out and having some impact. Or maybe they haven't even considered themselves something, but you see something in them and you think it'd be good. We'd love to we'd love to hear more about that and, and hear more about people uh you know we could uh we could put on this map and for sure have some fun with it. Yep. Cool. Do we have an outro? Yeah. Yeah we do. But this is one this one's for your mom, Will. Oh shit. Don't tell her that. Oh, is it not playing? We're gonna, sit here. We're gonna see until it plays. Uh, it's not playing. It's not playing. Well, make sure it plays. Well. You already said it, dude. My mom's fucking listening. Yeah, we gotta play it now, bro. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> oh shit. Guys, we appreciate you listening. And if you're still out there, if you're still listening, respect. We uh we really appreciate everyone's support and especially from, from day one to now, just the small step we've taken to being where we're at, you know, we um we appreciate all the all the love that we've gotten from you guys. We we appreciate everything to come and mom if you're listening and Neil Diamond's still alive, maybe we'll mm -hmm. maybe we'll get him out here. <laughs> That's day one dollar zero. Day one dollar zero. Episode one. We'll see you next time guys. Thank you. Out.